Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. Simon went from living on cold, dirty streets to living in strawberry fields, a complete turnaround in his life, a success story that he's going to share with us. So I, was, I was brought up in the nor- northern suburbs of Sydney. Uh, it's quite an affluent area. I went to a private school uh, and, you know, had all the trappings of a, of a rich kid from the North, north Shore and within... Twelve months of um, turning seventeen, I was out on the street and homeless. Why did you choose the street? I I didn't choose. It was just uh, I think I was just a difficult difficult boy, um, and my parents probably weren't equipped to deal with me, uh, and so I was basically turfed out. Tossed out. Yeah, turfed out into into the big big wide world. Wow. And how long were you in that situation for? I was pretty much homeless and, you know, I didn't really have my own place to live until probably 23. Six years. Yeah, six years. I, you know, couch surfed and, uh, and you know, basically stayed in people's places as long as I was at home. But I didn't have a lease or a home or any place to call my own. Wow. Let's jump to where you are right now. Tell us about exactly what you're doing now and what you've got. Well, what I have now is I have a, you know, I'm a married man, uh, which I never thought anybody would marry, you know, pretty much myself when I was probably in my 20s. Uh, and now I own a house, which is a home. Uh, it's a real foreign thing for me. Uh, and I have my own business, which is successful and, and, and paying, paying me a wage. Tell me about that business. Uh, well, it's a patisserie. Um, so basically as I started to get my, my, my life together, I started working in kitchens, kitchen hands, and then, a, you know, became a baker's assistant and then went and did my trade and became a qualified pastry chef and then, you know, just learned my craft and then started, started my own business, which was something even when I was, you know, down and out, I always saw people with businesses and, and strive to be better as a human being. So I always wanted to you know, have my history, which I, I have now. And, you know, I work it on a daily basis. Uh, it's not easy, but, you know, I kind of, if I could survive the streets on a daily basis like I did when I was in my 20s, to be able to run a business on a daily basis, it's a lot easier doing that than living on the street. Wow. So then what was it that changed you? What? Uh, well, I did, you know, I obviously did crime to survive on the street, and, um, you know, which I'm more proud of, and... I, you know, I just, you know, eventually, you know, one charge sheet after another charge sheet, one, you know, lock-up cell to another lock-up cell from one rehab to another rehab. I, I, I really got sick and tired of it. Yeah. And I was just desperate, you know, desperate people do desperate things. And I was I was desperate to change my my life. You know, lucky enough, I had a counsellor that, could, you know, told me how to do it and told me that I had to work harder than I was ever going to work in my life to do it. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the, the alternative was me was either a, a pine box six, six foot under or being in a jail cell for the rest of my life, and both those options didn't seem like a really, you know, good idea. So who was it that helped you through? Uh, just a lady at St. Vincent, St. Vincent's to Paul. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if she's around anymore. Uh, and she ran a couple, ha- couple, uh, you know, halfway houses over in Concord in the, here in Sydney, and um, spent a lot of time with me. Told me a lot of home truths, and uh, and 
basically was, you know, the first person in my life that was actually really honest with me and told me exactly what I was. Uh, and that I had the potential to change, but I just I had to work. I had to work at it. And I had to listen to it. And I, you know, instead of blaming myself and and playing the victim, I had to learn to take responsibility for myself. Wow. And, and grow up, and and be a man, and take on the responsibilities that anybody takes on. And you know what? I don't, I don't, still don't do it brilliantly today, but I do it a lot better than what I did. And she said that's. What the aspect of it is that, you know, you're never going to be perfect at doing these things, so you just got to back up the next day and try to be better again every day and, and recognise your weaknesses and recognise your problems. Wow, what a great woman. Yeah, she was. Amazing. You know, I need to hear the, the truth. Yeah, and you weren't afraid to hear it. Uh, I, was, I was pretty much petrified of hearing the truth. Yeah, right. I was at a stage of my life where obviously my, my thinking and the people that were telling me my stories weren't telling me the truth. And, you know, obviously... If I'm, I'm if if I'm carrying my clothes in a garbage bag into a detox or into a halfway house, obviously I don't know. I don't know a hell of a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did the William Booth uh, program uh, here in Sydney. I did that once, and um, I wasn't really ready for it. But you know, they helped me out. And after, and you know, I went up to the farm up. I think it's Morissette, and spent some time up there. And then came back down into Sydney, and then uh, was staying in. Foster House here in Sydney, and they were really good, and they were really understanding me. And you know, I basically was was using the system, but they always put a hot meal in front of me. They always told me I'd be all right, and always said that I had a bed if I ever needed it. Which, wow. you know, when you you're struggling in you know the heights of addiction, sometimes that's all all you're looking for. Yes, uh, and they never turned the back on me, um, even though I I would have sconed and I wouldn't pay rent, and you know I was in and out of their detox more times than I can count on two hands. Uh, they never turned their back on me. Yeah. You know, these guys always held faith, faith in me. And, you know, they they gave me clean clothes. They gave me clean sheets. They, uh, you know, when I was desperate and, you know, I was using and I wanted to get into detox, they never turned me away. Wow. You know, knowing that I, I, I might be back out there in a week's time, they always, you know, would welcome me back. Yeah. Do you have a faith at all? Or is that something you're working through? Uh, yeah, I'm a... I'm a I'm a Catholic. I married a Catholic uh, woman, and um, I go to I go to mass every Sunday. Yeah. And I ask for ask for for help from my from my priest and stuff that I struggle with. Yeah, right. Have you re- reconciled with your family? Uh, in in parts I have, but I did a lot of damage to my family and people that are in that inner circle. You use them and you abuse them and spit them out. So you know, a lot of my family stuff still fractured. Yeah. But it's slowly worked out because you can't expect. Well, I can't expect. You know, stealing from people and 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 abusing them and stealing their emotional well-being for my own gratification. People are going to forgive it because if someone did that to me now, I find it very hard to forgive. So it takes time, and there's there's people in my life that won't still won't come near me. And I've you know I've been on the you know the straight and narrow for a while now. Uh, yeah. So you can't expect everybody's going to drop their uh, drop their hands and run back and hug you. So yeah. It's a journey, right? And uh, that's it. And you're certainly in a in a great place now. Yeah, yeah, I am. And you know, things are you know, it's pretty cold in Sydney today. And I have, I have a you know a clean jacket I can put on to keep keep myself warm. And you know, if I want to have a hot meat pie, I can have a hot meat pie. Where before I'd be sitting there with a blanket around me, trying to trying to bludge some money so I could get a bath or I could go and 
score my drugs or, you know, do whatever I wanted to do. You know, I've always got a couple of dollars in my pocket, which is better than where I was. So today's always a winner. Simon, thanks so much for being so open. Tell us your website. Okay, so it's uh, strawberryfieldpatisserie.com, as in the Beatles. Strawberryfieldpatisserie.com. Yep, uh, and it's uh, here in Dulwich Hill and in the west of Sydney. Wow. Thanks so much, man. I really appreciate your openness. It's always hard to kind of tell my story because people kind of don't don't believe it, but the people that know me well in the shop know that you know I'm a bit of a character, and with, with these characters, there's always a, always a story behind it. That's Simon's story, who went from living on the streets and being addicted to drugs to becoming a pastry chef and owner of a patisserie. If you're struggling with issues in life at the moment and you need some help, then call the Salvos on 13 Salvos. Light and Life.